Welcome to the Disney Points Podcast, where our goal is to help you take that dream Disney vacation without blowing through your savings. With ticket costs and hotel prices constantly on the rise, we want to show you what's possible when you introduce credit card points and miles to the Disney equation. I'm Kim Shearer. And I'm Sam Holland. And you can find me on the web at almostfreetraveling.com or on Instagram at almostfreetraveling. And where can they find you, Kim? You can find me on my blog, thatminivanlife.com, or at my Instagram account, at thatminivanlifeblog. And now, this is the Disney Points Podcast. Okay, Kim, even though this is a Disney Points Podcast, sometimes we are going to record special bonus episodes like today, where we're going to talk about Hyatt. Why is that? Um, I just think Hyatt is like... It's just everybody needs to know about it. Everybody needs to know that there is extreme value in Hyatt points that you earn, not necessarily by getting Hyatt credit cards, even if you just you can earn them through Chase credit cards, which are actually really easy to earn. And then you transfer them over to Chase or to Hyatt and you end up getting like insane value for your points. And there are Hyatt hotels all over Florida and California near the Disney parks where you can stay for 8,000, 10,000, 15,000 points a night and really significantly reduce the amount of your Disney vacation. So that's why we're doing this one today. That's right. So maybe you're only listening because you love Disney and you want to go to Disney all the time. Well, there's something in it for you. We're going to talk about specific Hyatt properties later in today's show, but maybe Disney is part of your credit card points and miles strategy. And if that is the case, then you're going to learn a lot about why you should consider Chase Points and Hyatt and Globalist status and all that. All right. Welcome to the Disney Points podcast. I am very excited about this episode today, Sam, because we have a mutual friend of ours with us. His name is Jeff Freeman. Um, we have both uh, worked with Jeff uh, for several years, and at least for me, Jeff has was the one that really got me into this whole travel hacking hobby. So I owe him a lot of this, what has changed our lives, I would say. Um, but he is part of a family of seven. He has five kids, and they have successfully been travel hacking for years. So there's so much to learn from him. So that's why we asked him to be on. And he's a Hyatt expert. And can I call you that, Jeff? Can I call you? Yeah, yeah. That, I don't know about that, but I do have <laughs> I, do, I do spend a lot of time. That's true. Um. So let's just get into it, Jeff. Will you tell us how did you get into points and miles? Oh boy. Well, I grew up loving to travel for vacation. That was one of the gifts that my mom always that she gave me the love of that, and um, we. We were on a we've, we're on a kind of a, a limited, you know, a modest income, and so I've always wondered, man, how can I, how can I take my my family on uh, fancy vacations, really all over the world? And I learned about the points system. Uh, we've got a big family of five kids, and so to get seven of us anywhere, it takes a little bit of work. And uh, I initially got really excited about Southwest Airlines and their companion passes i've been my wife and i have been working on getting two companion passes probably for the last seven or eight years and so that's been a game changer and in the process of getting those we got a ton of points and then i i i could get places for free 
but I was always trying to figure out where could we stay, where can we get the maximum value? That's kind of my, that's kind of the, the, uh, the value that I care about is where, how can we get the most for less in all of life, but especially with, with traveling. And, um, uh, I fell in love with Hyatt because of the, I just think you can get, you can get an, an outsourced, an outsized value for their points. So it's been fun learning how to maximize that. Yes. I remember you tried to tell me at the beginning that Hyatt was where I needed to focus and I just didn't get it. I don't know why. I just didn't, <laughs> I couldn't figure out how it all worked. And so I, if, if I could go back, I would start with Hyatt, but <laughs> it's okay. I still went on some pretty cool trips, even without Hyatt being a part of the mix. Yeah. But. So Jeff, all three of us, you, me, Sam, we've all worked for the same nonprofit. And if anybody out there has ever worked for a nonprofit, you know that the salary isn't always super high. <laughs> um, not exactly conducive to traveling, especially with big families like we have. So how has this hobby changed all of that for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we, one of the, I mean, the one, the one nice thing about working for the organization I work for is my, my schedule is pretty flexible. And so that's one, that's one advantage I have over some of my, my friends that, that, work a more uh, traditional job. I, lo I love, uh, I'm competitive by nature. I love to gamify different systems. And this is like, the, this is the perfect hobby for that. Uh, with a family of seven, we typically be get between 30 and $40,000 of free travel every year. Um, I like to track it and to see, to see how we're doing. I like to win and uh, it's been fun yeah, to kind of beat the system. Do you keep yeah, like an yeah. somewhere? We have, yeah. yeah. During COVID, I kind of, all went to went to heck, but, um, but yeah, we've we've had we keep a spreadsheet of of how much money we save. So even today, my we're planning our we're planning our next uh, week. This year, we went to Puerto Rico for a week before Christmas. The, the seven of us, and so we're planning we're planning our next trip for next December uh, to the same place because we liked it so much. And that was the Hyatt Regency in yeah, Hyatt, Puerto Hyatt Rico Regency Grand Reserve, Puerto Rico. They claim okay. the biggest pool in Puerto Rico, but it was, it was pretty fun. Nice. So, okay, well, let's keep going with the Hyatt theme. Why yeah. did Hyatt become your favorite hotel chain? Is it because of the points or is it because of the hotel itself? Uh, it's both. I think, you know, when I started with Hyatt in 2016 or 17, their footprint was relatively small. That was the only real knock on them. You know, back then... The Marriott's, there were thousands of Marriott's around the world, but there were a little over 400 Hyatt properties in the world at the time. Mm -hmm. Since then, over the last five years, they've bought up a dozen boutique hotel chains uh, with really fancy properties. They've bought up uh, maybe 100 all-inclusive locations or through the Caribbean and maybe around the world. And so, and their footprint has just grown so much that that limitation is nearly gone. I think, unless you're going to some more rural places in the U.S. Um, the thing I, the, the perks of, of having status at Hyatt, in my opinion, are just so much greater than, the, than, uh, than Hilton or Marriott or, or any of the smaller ones as well. And so we just get a, a crazy amount of value out of our trips. So that, that's, that was it for, for me. And uh, they really, their inexpensive chain that, for example, like the Hyatt House and Hyatt Place for a large family. While mm -hmm. they're not fancy, uh, they give hot breakfast to everybody, a ton of space. They're always clean. 
And so we like that. And then we also like the higher end properties, uh, both for my wife and I to get away. And then also um, for our family to take vacations as well. Yeah. And so tell us what was, what's been one of your favorite Hyatt Redemptions, or you can tell us about more than one if you want. Oh boy. So some of my favorite redemptions. So there's kind of different categories for me. There's uh, efficient family travel. There's, uh, there's family vacations. And then, well, let me, let me restate that. There's the efficient family travel, uh, family trips, and then real vacations, which are really only with my wife. <laughs> and so, isn't that the truth? <laughs> yes. And so, so for efficient family travel, you know, with the seven of us, we used to actually cram into one hotel room. Now we can't do that because we've got we've got five adults, six adults almost in our family of seven now. And so, we get two hotel rooms everywhere. But even then, we want to spread out. And so, you know, for if we're just going across the country, which we do a lot of road trips, we'll stay in Hyatt houses and Hyatt places because I think they just get low point low point total, hot breakfast, lots of space, often a swimming pool. For family for family trips, not family vacations, those don't exist. Family trips, family trips. Um, we've now done three years in a row uh, for the week before Christmas, just because it, it kind of gets the mood right for the Christmas season for us. And after two years, two years ago, we went to uh, Key West. Last year, we were in Florida uh, at Clearwater Beach and then uh, Coconut Point, which has got great water slides for the kids and nice, nice um, lounges and that kind of thing. And then mm -hmm. this year, we went to Puerto Rico, the, the Hyatt Grand Reserve uh, Regency. Uh, about 40 minutes outside of San Juan. And that was amazing. So much so that, uh, and it's only 15,000 points a night, which is insane because it's really quite nice. And so we booked it again for uh, next December. Um, I'm glad to hear you say that because the reviews, you know, it's, it says there's like four stars instead of like a solid five on their website. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's the thing. I think anywhere you go, I mean, I've stayed at, thousand dollar a night places and you can find things wrong with it if you want to but mm -hmm. but when you're if i was paying a thousand dollars a night in cash which is what a lot of the people in the room next door figuratively pay, paid i would probably be more critical but right. when you're spending fifteen thousand hyatt points per night and and then there's a lot of other perks with my globalist status that make it a no-brainer i mean the perks almost doubled the value so i can share those with you next if you'd like yeah. but but we started the other the other thing that sealed the deal for me on points travel is in 2017 we also went to Puerto Rico to the this is the first time the Hyatt it's in Dorado it was on the beach um, I'm blanking on the exact name of it I think but, that's one of the residences right yeah yeah it was a residence that's right and they they were I just asked very nicely at the front desk if they would consider giving us one of their like two bedroom residence for the price of their basic and they they did. And so our family of seven was in a 15,000 point a night room that should have been double or triple that on the beach. And we spent a week there. And as we're getting ready to 
fly home on our uh, Southwest Airlines flight that costs $5.60 each way because we used points and then we used our companion passes, um, our flight got canceled because there was a snowstorm in Boston where we're from. I remember the and story. We, we freaked out because they couldn't rebook us for five days. And, I was, and we, don't have, we didn't have the income for an extra five days of vacation at that point. So I freaked out, and then I remembered that we booked it with, it was the first year we had the Chase Sapphire uh, Reserve Card, or maybe it was the preferred, I can't remember at the time. We've gone back and forth. And I remember this thing called Trip Delay Insurance. Uh, mm-hmm. And I looked it up, and I started shaking because it said that every person that uh, was booked with that card got up to $500 if your trip was delayed more than six or eight hours. And so I added that up seven times $500 is $3,500. And I was like, okay, we can afford five more days of vacation now. And it worked. We submitted all of our receipts for the car rental, all of our meals, five more days of lodging. And they reimbursed 100% of it minus the one bottle of sunscreen we bought. <laughs> and, uh, why, why not the so, sunscreen? That just put I don't you know. The I top. don't know. That wasn't, a, that wasn't a qualified expense, I guess. But they, they, <laughs> didn't, they must not have seen my pasty white skin. And so that was... That was amazing. I was like, this is incredible that having a credit card gave us this insurance that I didn't even realize we had. So we've used it again two or three other times, not to that same amount, but it's been pretty, that's been a, that's another thing that we can talk about for a while too. What, why different credit cards are worth so much, including the annual fees, you know? Yeah. No, that's awesome to have that as, you know, as a safety yeah. net. Yeah, that's right. So we we were kind of praying this last trip that there was a snowstorm in Boston, but alas, we got one <laughs> for Christmas. So. Dang. Um, I wanted to backtrack just a second and see if you could explain why is it so important to transfer Chase points to Hyatt? Why wouldn't you just book these same hotels in like the Chase travel portal? Oh, boy. Well, there's there's three. Well, if you book them to the Chase travel portal, depending on which card you have, you get 1.25 you get a 25% bonus or a 50% bonus. So one, one cent or one and a quarter cent or one and a half cents value for each of your chase points, which, you know, one and a half isn't horrible. But when you transfer them to Hyatt, the, the beautiful thing, I, one of the many things I love about Hyatt is their award chart is fixed. And so that, um, the room that we just booked for December 2023 right now costs $600 a night. It cost me 15,000 points. And so it's four, it's four cents per point. Mm-hmm. As we get closer, the cash value will go up. So it'll go up to close to $1,000 before December. But I still will have only paid 15,000 points. Where Marriott and Hilton, in my experience, it's a much more dynamic award chart. And the, the, the number of points that you have to spend for... Uh, high season is, is just astronomical or in Hilton it's fixed based on the award category in a very small range. There, there is a low season and a high season price, but it's not, it's not significantly higher. You meant to say Hyatt, right? Yeah. Yeah. I meant to say Hyatt. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. Hyatt. And so, so that's been a huge deal. And um, th- that's really why I collect chase points. I only collect them really for Hyatt. I think, I think the other points, American express and now capital one, have some other sweet spots, but if, if you're going for Hyatt, I mean, it's gotta be cap. It's gotta be chase. Mm-hmm. Cause if you were to have booked that same 
$1,000 a night room in the Chase Portal, it probably would have cost you closer to 80,000 points or somewhere. Yeah, that's right. Neighborhood. That's right. So yep, what an yep, amazing yep. deal. 15,000 points. So yep, 15, I just wanted to make sure we were clear about that because that's a question I think Sam and I both get a lot. Like, what, I don't understand. Like, why am I moving my points around? Why don't I just use them? You know, right yeah. here. So. Yeah, and there's, an, there's another, I mean, once you get status, which we can talk about the benefits of their highest level globalist status. I mean, I'm already, you know, it's January 10th or whatever it is today. And I'm, I'm already focused on getting a high globalist status for 2024 mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's worth so much to me and uh, to our family, uh, like in the tens of thousands of dollars every year. And so um, there's, so, all right, let me tell you, let me show you a couple, share a couple other fun bookings. Yeah, that, please. Uh, all right. So for for vacation with my wife, uh, we learned that Hyatt had uh, some really excellent all-inclusives for only 25,000 points a night for two people. And so we've been to Cancun three or four or five times that way for free. Uh, and then we just got back from Cancun a couple of days ago. Uh, the whole trip cost us like $100 in tips and $75 to transfer from the airport and three nights at an all-inclusive, which was incredible. Um, the, the, probably the best kind of the neatest place that I've gone with my wife was to the Turks and Caicos, another tiny little Island in the middle of the, the ocean there. And, uh, the, the fun part about this place, it's called, I'm blanking on what it's called now is, oh yeah. Sail Rock Resort. Yes. You I've heard so many good you, things. Yeah. You fly into the, res it was, when I did it, it was only 25,000. So we were at the Sail Rock Resort and uh, you fly into like a bigger airport, which has two or three gates, and then you get off, take your luggage off, and then you fly on a Cessna to this tiny little island. And that's all part of your, uh, the cost, your nightly cost, whether you're staying for Cessna? two nights or 20 nights. Yeah, you're flying on like a private little airplane from the main airport to the resort. Yeah, I've heard that because so many people talk about flying to the Maldives, and you always have to pay this like crazy yeah, yeah. Yeah, like this was just included. Transport cost. Yeah, and I literally didn't, you know, we didn't pay. I mean, it's pretty awesome. So we, we did that for maybe three or four nights. And at this particular resort, there, there might be 20 rooms. And so it's, or 20, they're really little cabins, if you will. And so it's super private. You're like in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it was almost a little bit unsettling how quiet it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to be there, be there for two weeks. Um because of our status, with the globalist status, you get a full breakfast at the nicer places. And then often there's lounges uh, that you can get lunch. And so really, you just end up paying for dinner at these places, which is, you know, it's incredible value. Um, was dinner expensive? Uh, it didn't matter because I, I, it didn't matter because I hadn't paid for thousands of dollars. Anything else. <laughs> yeah, like literally. I mean, it was probably expensive, but. It yeah. didn't matter. It didn't matter. That one's that one's on my high up on my list. I'd really yeah. love to get there. Um, so how long have you been globalist with Hyatt? How many years? Or is this a recent uh, thing? Yeah, this is it's relatively recent. This is our third year. So even their mid-level uh, status, it's called Explorist, I think, um, mm -hmm. is still worthy of getting, you know, like in a traditional way, you've got to stay 30 nights for the global machine to stay 60 nights 
when you have their credit cards, the their the higher branded credit Chase credit cards, both the personal and business, you get five Elite Night credits just on January first to get started, and then based on your spending, you get more uh, Elite Nights through the credit card. And those are the two ways that that I've gotten to the 60 nights this last year i got to 70 nights which is that's my new high which is both exciting and embarrassing uh, well and, we got uh, to, to 63 so we were all right all right well my goal is to beat you again this year we'll see right <laughs> so um yeah so this is this is our third year with globalist uh it's the most i also you know i i fly with only JetBlue and southwest and get their highest status too but it's worth more than both of those combined for sure. Do you have a favorite globalist perk? Do I have to just pick one? Well, for fun, yeah. Well, because I have a big family, it's it's definitely the the full breakfast at the nice resorts. So the place we were just at in December, it would have been forty bucks a person to eat breakfast, which frankly okay. I would never pay that. But forty times seven, you know, two hundred and eighty dollars a night times six nights it was close to two thousand dollars and just free breakfast which is pretty insane so and it was and you know it, it was a booked, great breakfast but and you booked two rooms for that stay right correct yeah yeah and then both uh, rooms yeah. got that benefit correct yep four people per room and so we had seven people so that wasn't a problem at that at that resort they also had a, a lounge that had lots of great hot food for lunch and drinks and things like that. And so again, we only bought for food. We just bought dinners. You know, we would, mm -hmm. we had our, we had a rental car and we traveled the Island cause there's lots of neat things to see in Puerto Rico. And we ate out at a nice restaurant every night. And uh, normally we wouldn't typically afford that, but you know, 90% of the vacation was already covered by points. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That was when we went to Hawaii, it was similar. The Grand Hyatt Kauai has a, globalist lounge that serves like pretty heavy hors d'oeuvres at night and so we yeah. get our free breakfast in the morning maybe get a snack or at the pool or something and then wait until hors d'oeuvres were served at five o'clock at cocktail hour and yeah i mean we barely spent any money there that was the cheapest part of our trip was those four days we spent there yeah yeah it's pretty awesome the other all right two other like smaller perks that are also pretty exciting one is that um well, if you travel to cities, if you book with points, um, parking is free. It's included with your, if you use points, which when you're going to New York City, that's like 80 bucks a night oftentimes. And so uh -huh. that's a nice little bonus. Um, the other one is, I know Marriott used to do this when I had status, but um, you can book, if you call the globalist line, you can uh, book rooms before you have the points. And so right now I have six rooms reserved in Puerto Rico for December, 2023, because we're taking our extended family, but I have, and that would have cost me 600,000 points approximately. Six and rooms? I, uh, yeah. And I don't, I and mean, I don't have 600,000 points, you know, in chase or whatever. I have 200,000 or 250, but I'm going to get 600 between now and then. And I don't have to, you don't have to give them the points until like two weeks before the stay. Will that be like all of your points you earn this year? Or do you think you'll. No, I mean, it'll really be my chase. And... It'll be the chase points I earn, but I'm earning. I like, okay. I earned JetBlue and Southwest and other things. And I've got my brother-in-law into it. So he's, he's also earning a lot of points.
All right, so guest of honor privileges. So I'm able to book rooms with my points or someone else's points that they've given me. And then they get, they get all the honor or, or get all the privileges of, of globalist, which is a huge deal. So I've booked rooms for friends and family with their points. And then they get free breakfast and free parking and treated really well because they're globalist for the week. Can you points advance a booking for me? Can you points, yeah. can you combine points advance with guest of honor? Uh well, what I would do is I I could just go ahead and guess. I could go ahead and points advance it to myself into my account. And then when you get the points, you can transfer them to me and then I can transfer them into your account, you know, a week ahead of time or whatever. That's pretty. Does that crazy. make sense? Yeah. So. I have a question yeah. about uh, globalist, though. So, yeah. it well, and it's a twofold question. So the first part is really subjective to the three of us because we all used to work together. And Jeff, you still work with Kim's husband and with mine and are in Orlando a lot for work. Yeah. Is there a Hyatt convenient to headquarters? And the reason that's part of my question is because I just can't see a way, even with Darren's work travel, that we would ever, ever stay 60 nights in any Hyatt anywhere. So I need tips on if there's a place I can have him booking near headquarters, et cetera, et cetera. Or yeah. are there other, I know sometimes they do bonuses where they'll send out a special so you can yeah. fast track globalist. Yeah. I mean, that during COVID, there was an insane... Uh, fast track there was you only needed 30 nights instead of 60 and in january and february every night you stayed counted as two and so that, then and that that year in particular you only needed 15 nights of that was our gateway booking. drug to high yeah That's which it did it. it oh yeah which it did it you know and so i mean there's there's a couple of hyatts near the airport you know you could i mean i've i've stayed at those there's a hyatt house and that but here's the here's the interesting thing about uh Hyatt getting the 60 nights if you're short let's say December 1st by I don't know eight or ten nights 15 nights even there are some uh, the lowest like a category one Hyatt is traditionally 5,000 points if it's low season it's only 3,500 points if it's high season it's 6,500 so still a quite a narrow range you can search and find a low like a $3,500 a night Hyatt in Timbuktu, it doesn't matter, middle of Iowa, wherever, and uh, book a 10-night stay, let's say, for 33,000 points, 33,500 points, or whatever that is, you know, and um, 35,000 points, and uh, call the manager and be very friendly and explain to them that you're actually not going to check in, and would they be willing to check you in, and you'll never show up. And then you'll get the 10 nights and, and you're in a sense paying for elite night credits, mm -hmm. uh, which I've done that a few times just to, to, to make sure that I got to the 60. And, and that, that's a, for me, that's a, a totally reasonable way to spend a few thousand points. So are you hmm. saying you found a Hyatt that was 3,500 points that was like nowhere near where you lived? Yeah. Right. Like I would, I would never go there. Yeah. But I would call and I, you know, <laughs> I'm I've a, heard of people checking in, like ruffling up the bed a little bit. No, <laughs> and no, leaving. no. Or, and I've also checked in um, 
I've also checked in because I needed to stay and just added two more nights onto it. Let's say so if I'm staying two nights, book a four night stay. Um, and then, and then just do that. Just tell, and just tell the front desk, Hey, I'm not going to be here for the next two days, but I'm not checking out because I, I'm trying to, trying to get, to get status and they understand. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is just being friends with the manager or the people, at the front desk and, really they want to help you in every way they can you just got to be friendly hmm. so, so even if darren wasn't going to stay at a hyatt if he just checked in at a cheap enough hyatt when he went somewhere and then yeah but I, yeah else, but orlando orlando doesn't cut it because there's no like you know truly cheap hotels in orlando because it's so popular to go to you know well, year yeah, round they're, they're the closest hyatts are at the airport right yeah, I mean, I'm looking now, you know, at the Orlando, uh, you know, there's some 5,000 point Hyatt's, there's no question, but. Dan, um, have you looked near you? Do you have any, like, near your It doesn't house? matter. You, you don't need to, you, what I'm telling you is you don't need to physically go check in oftentimes. You can. Right, I know, but I'm scared to do that. But we wouldn't do that, Jeff. <laughs> well. I trust hey, come you. Come on. Yeah, Why the, wouldn't you? I, I have no ethical problem with it. I just don't want to do that. Kim and I well, don't they, like to call people. Yeah, if it if we have to call anybody. You've got a I've podcast actually, and you're not willing to call people? Come on, team. I actually told Jeff I'd be willing to like pay him to call ahead to some of our reservations and see if they'd give us an upgrade. Oh my I, gosh. I, I, could arrange, I don't want to do it. Yeah, we could arrange it. He could do that I would for love me. To do that. That, that I'll would help you with thing. your newsletter. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, just, all right. So another way I did, and so here's another fun so like the next four nights I'm going to get my brother-in-law who lives in Dallas is taking his wife to like a super high end Hyatt for their birthdays next week. And so he just asked me to book it in my name and then I can just add him to the reservation and he can check in quote unquote first. And then that's another way to give your status to somebody else and also get the, the free night or not the free night, mm -hmm. but the, the elite night credit. And so I did that. My, my brother's going to see our dad in Colorado in February and I'm gifting him three nights with my points, but I'm going to keep the elite night credits. He's going to get the, you know, so there's, there's ways to get the elite night credits that don't involve you having to sleep in the, the hotel beds. What and about you get, Oh, go ahead. Sam. And you get 10 elite night credits a year because you have those cards. You know what? Actually, they only only one. Actually, they only give you five. So that okay. the, the the business card won't give that to you if you have the personal card or vice versa. I don't think. I wish it I've did. Never gotten a request. Yeah. It so with spending, so like, also you can be creative with your spending. I mean, everyone's got different amounts they spend every year. Uh, thresholds on putting person business expenses on personal cards, that kind of thing. But like all of our insurance, you know, our home insurance, our car insurance, because we have a bunch of teenagers, is very expensive. We just are strategic about getting credit card sign-up bonuses around the time that we're paying big bills, like auto insurance, let's say. And um, and so the Hyatt business card gives you five elite night credits for every ten thousand dollars in spending. So, and then the uh, the personal Hyatt card gives you two elite night credits for every five thousand spend. So the the business card's a little bit better because you get an extra you know, elite night credit for every 10,000. So do um, you max out that spending on both cards every year? Well, there's because, no maxing out, but what do you mean? Well, yeah, there is. If you said you had to spend 
a no, certain no, amount no, on no, one, no. and then a certain amount on the other one to get. A no, late night. but it's every ten thousand. So, like, I mean, if I spend a million, I mean, I could spend. A, oh, I could spend a hundred thousand dollars, which I I'd never have done. But if I spent a hundred thousand dollars on the the business card, I would get fifty elite night credits. Okay, so then do you, is that a situation where you might wait till the end of the year and then, or nearer the last quarter or something and decide, oh, we need to spend. Yep, that's right. Cards? Okay. That's right. Yeah, but I wouldn't wait till December because, you know, but sure. I would, you know, because I probably, yeah. although with Christmas spending these years, you just never know. Sure. So, um, but yeah, like we're, I just, um, like I just paid for my son's tuition for college. He's, it's thankfully it's not a lot, but it's a few thousand. I made sure to put that on the, the higher business card. Cause I want to make sure I get that 10,000 quickly. Cause I, I kind of want to front load the elite night credit so that in November and December, I'm not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So in your opinion, is chasing status worth it? Well, in my, I, I think they all have different values. And I think Hyatt, if you're willing, if you, Unless you're going places that never have Hyatt, which is less and less common these days, Hyatt is totally worth it. I think for some people, uh, it's less worth it. Like if you're, I think if you're a, if you're single, the value, I think the bigger your family or the bigger, bigger your travel party just increases the value mm -hmm. because you'll get free breakfast, whether you have one people, one person in the room or four people, and it, mm -hmm. it doesn't cost you any more points. And so the value for us as a family of seven it's a no brainer. I mean, we, you know, on this last six night trip, we, in a sense, spent nearly $2,000 on breakfast, which I would never do, but it cost us $0. Even the tips that I added, in addition to the tips they had already put on there, uh, are included. They just included them. They just gave them to them. You know, they, just don't, they erased 100% of our breakfast costs, including tips. Oh, so you left a really good tip? I did, yeah, because I I love these people. They work harder than I'll ever work. That's great. I've always wanted to like ask one of the servers, like, how does that really work? Do they really give you this number that I'm writing down, even though it's, you know, included? I asked one guy, and he said yes, but you know. Who knows? Okay, all right, yeah. that's great. Well, well, that's good to yeah, know. I know. I'm I'm practically pen pals with all my servers, as you guys might imagine. <laughs> We're best friends. My kid, half Likes of my kids. I've got five kids. Three of them hate it. Two of them love it. My wife, my wife naturally hates it, but because of all the incredible perks we get, she loves it now. Okay, I have a, this is actually a Disney podcast, Jeff. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't know if you knew that. I'm going to transition no, no, <laughs> Well, I just want to ask you, because I know you've been to Disney World with your family. Have you ever stayed at the Hyatt Place, Orlando, Lake Bonavista? Yes, but that was probably at the very front end of my Hyatt, uh, on my, you know, my front of my love for Hyatt. So I don't have a lot of specific memories about it. I okay. knew you were going to ask that, but we we definitely have stayed there. Okay. But if you did go to Disney World again, you could stay there for your trip and it would count towards your globalist. Yeah. You said you're talking about the Hyatt Place, Orlando, Lake Buena Vista, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the Hyatt Regency Grand Cypress is there too, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I stayed there. Um, <laughs> I So the rate, so here's the crazy thing. So like it's 15,000 points a night. So, and that like today, the price like for tomorrow, I just have it pulled up here because I'm a nerd. It's $358 <laughs> plus tax. So it's about $400. And then I think you got to pay for parking there. 
So it'd be about a resort fee too, right? Yeah. So it's going to be about $450 out of pocket cash if you were to stay there tonight, or you could spend 15,000 points. And so that's three, three cents per point, which is a, a great value. Anything over two is worth it in my mind, but often you can get three, four, five, six, seven points, cents per point. And I've stayed there for a work trip once because I went low season and it was like $110 to stay there. So, you know, it was worth it better. So when, when the cash value is that low, or the cash price, I'll often pay cash instead of my points. Cause I just, I view my points as another currency. You know, I've got my, I've got my cash, I've got my credit cards and I've got points. And so you just kind of, I, I like to try to keep thinking about it that way. Yes, I do too. All right. All right. Okay. That was, Hyatt... I'm asking, that was more than he asked for. No, I'm really glad that you brought up the Hyatt Regency Grand Cyprus. I th I'm reading about it too. And it's actually, I think it's closer. It is just barely. I mean, but they're like, they're like adjacent properties. They're across the street from each other. Okay. It's and I, I have it's... stayed at both. The advantage of the Hyatt place, if you don't have, uh, if you don't have globalist, at the higher place, you get hot breakfast for your family of four, five, six, or seven. Uh, and it's just included in the rate, whether you have status or not. At the Hyatt Regency, if you have Globalist and maybe Explorist, uh, you get a nice hot breakfast there, which is nicer than the Hyatt Place breakfast. At the Again, Hyatt Regency, Regency Grand Cypress. Correct. Yeah. The Hyatt Regency Grand Cypress, you get breakfast for up to four per room. And it's usually a sit-down or a nice buffet breakfast at the Hyatt Regencies. And those are the two that are closest to right. the parks. Yes. One of them is a good neighbor hotel, meaning it'll have a shuttle, et cetera, to the parks. So the Grand Cypress, well, I think the other one does too. That's part of why we picked it, because we don't have a car. And we're going to be going to Hollywood. Well, we're going to be next week for two uh, nights. Oh, you're going to give yeah. us a trip report on this property. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. Did you book it with points or cash? Oh, with points. Okay. But it's 18,000 the nights were there. It's a little high. That's okay. Got it's it. Still worth it. Um, and then we'll be able to get, you know, free breakfast and things. And we use one of our sweet upgrade awards that we got for once you meet like certain thresholds throughout the year. Like I think when you hit 40 nights, you get a sweet upgrade award and then you get another one at another two at 60 nights. Is that right, Jeff? end of at the end of uh 60 nights you have a total of four sweet upgrades awards and and each one sweet upgrade award will work for a reservation up to seven nights which is incredible yeah so like for Another... my brother-in-law's trip next week i booked a 300 the room costs 300 that he's going to pay for but i upgraded him to a suite which is 750 dollars. and so like that's and it was just for one night but it was kind of fun to give it to him you know for that so that's that's a pretty sweet that's a pretty sweet perk also. That's nice. No pun intended. Yes. There you go. Sweet perk. Sweet, sweet perk. perk. Okay. Look at you. Nice I job, Coast. Uh, okay. So I don't suppose either of you have stayed at the Hyatt's at Disneyland in Anaheim? I haven't. No. Beth, have you ever been no, there? No, I have not. I've, been to, I've only been to Disneyland once when I was eight years old. Okay, well, for our listeners, I just want to say there's a Hyatt house and a Hyatt place at the Anaheim Resort Convention Center, which is near the Toy Story parking lot, where you can take the shuttle to the parks if you want. And then there's also a Hyatt Regency Orange County, which I actually think is the one most people prefer. It's a little bit further away, but people like mm -hmm. it. 
So check those out if you're going to Disneyland and those can help you with earn your globalist status. Yes. Yes. The thing, the nice thing about Disney world and Orlando, as you all know, as you all know, you Disney lovers out there, is that it's in the obviously Orlando's right in the middle of the state, and there are you know if you want to take a couple day trips away from there, there's incredible higher properties on each coast that I would recommend also. So wait, tell us, have you been to? Have you stayed at? Uh, well, yeah, it's so like the, like the the high oh, Clearwater one. Yeah, the higher Regency Clearwater is right across the street from the beach. The the sands is amazing there. If you have a family, the um. The one on Coconut Point, which is uh, down near Fort Myers. Yeah, that's right? close to my parents' house, but I think because of the hurricane, it's still not quite. Ah, uh, is that right? Up and running. Yet. All right. There's also, I mean, this is a longer trip. This isn't really a day trip, but there's some. There's a couple of nice ones that I I stayed at the Confidant in Miami for like four nights with my nice. sons. It would have been a lot nicer to stay there with just my wife. But mm-hmm. I was there with my sons to go fishing and. It was way too nice for my boys, but I loved it. Recommend that. And then there's some pretty cool properties in uh, Key West, which we've only stayed at one of them, but uh, that's another long Florida drive away. All right, Jeff, before we let you go, will you share one or two of your best points and miles tips? I think the, the most important thing is to have a plan like have a kind of think about what's your end goal like if you if you you know because you can collect as you all know you can collect points for every hotel chain every airline uh, car rental whatever you want you can collect points with everything but if you don't uh, plan ahead and consolidate your strategy you'll probably miss the target and so uh, for my family, we intentionally collect Hyatt points, Southwest points, and JetBlue points because we live in Boston, um, and and uh, and that's it. And we we do get other points, but they're they're not intentional per se. And so we do that, and then we uh, we plan our trips around those tools, if you will. So that that's that's one thing, and then. Yeah, just plan ahead. Like, just think where, where do I where do I want a vacation, or where do I want to take family trips over the next year, and then uh, strategize how to do it. It's it's really it's really uh, fun and easy to get places if you if you have a plan. And I think using credit cards, assuming you have no credit card debt, if you don't carry credit card debt, uh, using credit cards to your advantage is is, uh, is a no brainer. So that's what I got. Kim and I are having way too much fun recording these episodes. Thanks so much for supporting the Disney Points podcast by using our links when you open a credit card. Soon we'll have links right in the show notes, but for now, just make sure you're following both of us on Instagram. You can find me, Sam, at Almost Free Traveling, and Kim is at that Minivan Life blog. Most of our favorite credit cards are linked right in our bios on Instagram, but if for some reason you can't find the one you're looking for, make sure you send us a message because we love chatting with you. Thanks again.